Hi there. It is noon in Los Angeles, California, and I have not eaten today. You know what? That's kind of a normal thing. Yo, you are listening to The Liver Show with Michael Greenwood. This is the show about living your best life. And as I mentioned earlier, I have not eaten today. I've had some black coffee. I've had a little bit of supplementation to encourage brain optimal mental acuity some alpha GPC, some kratom, which is an herb, and I'm feeling really good. I'm going to talk a little bit about this business of fasting and my involvement with it throughout the years. I have been doing some form of intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating for about eight years now. What does that mean? Well, very simply, I wake up and I don't eat. That doesn't necessarily define what time-restricted eating is. There's nothing special about fasting during the morning time. I could wake up immediately, eat some food, eat another meal a couple hours later, and then fast until the following morning. That is a form of time-restricted eating as well. What works best for me and what I have landed on is generally pushing that eating window towards the latter portions of the day. So my belly is all full by bedtime. Why would you fast? Why do I fast? There are a couple reasons. I'm going to go over the ones that I'm probably not thinking about when I am pushing my meals later in the day, meaning this is the stuff that is fairly irrelevant to me. I don't really care so much about it, but I think it's always nice to have some science to back up why the hell you do things that are uncomfortable. By the way, this is not uncomfortable to me at all. In fact, it, it's very convenient for me. It works really well with my schedule. This is not any form of punishment. Zooming way, way, way out into the atmosphere as to why I fast, it's all about longevity. Not eating for a portion of the day and then eating and then consuming one or two larger meals makes a lot of sense. I think that is a good explanation as to how we are using our body as it is supposed to be used. The structure of waking up and eating breakfast and having snacks throughout the day then eating lunch, and then eating dinner. That is an invented system developed from culture. That is not a biological necessity by any means. It makes a lot of sense to me then that maybe that's not ideal for our body. Well, how should we be spacing out our meals? How, how should we be eating? Fasting mimics, I think, what previously, before modern culture, invented this three-meal-a-day structure by what would be environmentally normal in previous times. That is to say that food wasn't as available back in yesteryear, so we would simply go through quite frequent times without eating, without putting shit in our mouth. And when we would come across food, we would feast, we would stuff our bellies full because we wouldn't know when the food was going to come next. That makes a lot of sense from an evolutionary perspective. I want to do what is best for my body. But that's definitely pretty challenging when you think about our culture and how there's kind of a myth around eating very frequently throughout the day. I certainly thought this way growing up, that you've got to constantly fuel your body with energy, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you're skipping breakfast, how are you going to have any energy to start off your day? And that was always my fear growing up. I think this is the reality that I lived in for a long time because I was burning sugar glucose on a very quick basis. I would get that quick hit of energy and then my energy would wane 
by my next meal. And I would notice that energy dip if I had missed a meal. This is a major hallmark of any carbohydrate-based diet or certainly any kind of standard American diet where a large portion of our calories are coming from carbohydrates. That carbohydrate is a very efficient, convenient source of energy for our body. Our body very quickly knows what to do with it, turning any kind of carbohydrate into sugar ultimately and burning very quickly. That is the kindling to the fire that is the energy source of our body. The not-so-fun part of... The not-so-fun part of this, of this energy system, is something that I alluded to in previous episodes. With all of these glucose excursions throughout the day, we can kind of look at our energy like a roller coaster that goes up and down. There are tons and tons of science mumbo-jumbo-y type information out there uh, as to all the benefits of fasting as it relates to longevity, and I have researched a ton of that. But this evolutionary perspective of why it just makes sense to not be engaging in these glucose excursions very frequently throughout the day makes a lot of sense to me. There are words to the idea that not eating fasting will cause autophagy in the body or a recycling and removal of cellular waste from your body. Uh, There's also said to be repair of, of damaged DNA during this time. I don't have any kind of medical degrees, so a lot of that doesn't matter so much to me, but it just makes sense that if you are not metabolizing food, you're giving your body some kind of break. If there isn't food in your belly and you're not digesting during a period of time, then you're just giving your body a break and maybe it can focus on other stuff. The reward to not digesting food seems to pay off in many, many ways. And that gets to the bigger block as to why I'm fasting and will continue to fast for a very long period of time and fit it into my lifestyle are all the more acute benefits that I am experiencing on a daily basis. It took a little while to adapt to fasting. I eventually weaned myself pushing breakfast a bit later in the day until I eventually was finding myself fasting for about 16 hours, which is the classic 16-hour fast eight-hour eating window, and I was eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner within that eight-hour window. It happened only in a couple weeks. It wasn't very challenging. That fasting style eventually evolved into an OMAD or a a one-meal-a-day type eating structure, where I was eating all my calories at one period of the day, and that was about a 24-hour fast. Nowadays, I'm eating about two or three meals once again, but that's a, I will push my fast usually till 3 p.m., That's when I will break it, and that is what works best for me. I'm getting in a workout around noon, and then by the time I get home, that's when I'm having my first meal post-workout. Second meal happening around 7 or 8, and then I'll usually have some type of dessert, as I call it, get in a lot more of those carbohydrates right before bed around 8 or 9. The personal preference aspect uh, of this fasting appealed to me really greatly when I was cutting calories, being in a caloric deficit. It, It was fantastic, even though I didn't have a lot of calories to play throughout the day. If I forced those calories into a smaller eating window, then I would get to have more food volume. I would get to eat more, feel more satisfied in a shorter window of time. And originally, it was kind of hard to adapt to that period where I wasn't stuffing food in my mouth, but it's kind of surprising how quickly I did adapt to that. Now there's no turning back. Fasting is awesome for dieting if you're in a caloric deficit because of those reasons. But one of the amazing things was how well this fit with my schedule. 
to if I had a lot of work to do or um, when I when I started when I mainly started fasting I was going to school rather than meal prepping all I would do is I would be waking up I'd, I'd have some black coffee I would go to school and then by the time I would come home I would be breaking my fast and that was back in the OMAD days where I would be eating 5 or 6 p.m. after all classes and I did the same thing working a nine to five too I wouldn't need to pack anything because I would fast throughout the day and then get home after a workout and then eat one meal. So yeah, it works fantastically with my schedule. Another reason why I continued to fast. One of the big purported benefits of fasting a lot of people experience, including myself, is the mental acuity that one experiences in a fasted state. If we were on the Serengeti, we hadn't eaten in a long period of time. It, it doesn't make sense for our bodies to shut down. It would make sense. It would make a lot of sense for the, the opposite to occur, for us to become sharper because we w would be needing to look for food. It's not a good time to become cloudy headed. You need to be dialed in so you can go hunt for that meal. I get this sharpness from fasting, but I think a, a big portion of this mental acuity aspect is also just not having to think about food during this time. In the same way that Steve Jobs would be wearing his black turtleneck and blue jeans every single day of the year, I kind of feel very similar about my nutrition where I don't have to think about what I'm having for breakfast when I wake up. And that allows for so much freedom for other things to enter my mind, other work to be done. Oh, and you know what? I've never heard about too many people talking about how caffeine affects them when they're fasting, but I think one of the really cool benefits, in the same way that alcohol will hit you very hard if you haven't put food on your stomach, I think it's a very similar experience for me with caffeine. And that's great because I don't have to take as much caffeine to actually caffeinate myself. Put that on the pros side, that caffeine hits harder when you don't have food in your belly. I'm taking one or two cups of black coffee in the form of nitro cold brew in the morning most days when I'm fasting, and that gets me through. So yes, fasting is here to stay. Even right now in this bulking phase that I'm in, I'm introducing a lot more carbohydrates. Hell yes, I'm going to continue to take advantage of fasting, even though I don't want to be stuffing my face with more and more food and just feeling miserable because I've planted my flag in the ground with this fasting thing having to eat massive meals throughout the day. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick more calorically dense foods so I'm not stuffing my belly and becoming a bloated mess when I go to bed. That doesn't feel so good either. But because I'm eating more carbohydrates, I really want to take advantage of the idea that post-workout, I'm able to dispose of that glucose, all those carbohydrates, into my muscle cells. I don't think it's a good idea if I were to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner to have those continuous roller coaster-like spikes of, of energy throughout the day. Taking in those carbohydrates in a shorter window of time allows for a, a shorter period where those excursions exist. I think that makes a lot of sense from a biological perspective, even though in a very modern time right now, as a, a bodybuilder myself with different goals than what our ancestors might have had to do, deal with. This is the best way of consolidating the idea that fasting might aid in longevity and living a very long, prosperous life. But also, it, it is extremely relevant to me and my personal goals. And, and that's the way that I've found to combine those two concepts. 
as time progresses, I, I, I'm the kind of person who once I find something I like, I stick with it. But I've also developed this habit of looking over my shoulder from time to time. And that's what I've been doing. That's kind of the reason I'm, I'm recording this episode. I'm, I'm looking behind my shoulder at why I'm fasting, especially now that I'm no longer doing it for diet reasons of just having larger meals in a smaller eating window. That's not the case anymore. But I realized I still like it. And, and, and for some of the aforementioned reasons, I'm still very compelled by the evolutionary perspective where we come from times of feast and famine. It makes a lot of sense that there are potential benefits to that period of famine that I would kind of like to mimic on a daily basis. And I am really trying to avoid all of those glucose excursions throughout the day. Well, one way that I could have breakfast would be having more of a protein and fat-based meal. Being more of a carnivore, I could eat throughout the day and have that really consistent energy. But because I am in a different phase right now where I'm introducing a lot more carbohydrates in my diet, I want to be very careful of that and not have any kind of carbohydrate earlier in the day. I want to keep those carbs around my workout and then later on and by the time I wake up, I could potentially already be back into ketosis, meaning just burning fat and having that very consistent energy, which is certainly how I feel. I don't want to give that up. Fasting just really works with my schedule. And it is for that reason that I'm going to continue to do this because it helps me live my best life as we do here on the show. Thank you very much for listening, y'all. Have a wonderful day. I love you.